It's the Win Daily DFS Podcast with your host, 12-time DFS Live Championship qualifier, four-times Fantasy Pros Home Run Champion, Jeremy Montradamus What's going on? It's your host, Muncher Domus. We got a great show ahead before we bring on Mark Parquette. Let's do a little bit of drip drop and hear the weather that we should expect for the Friday, May 10th slate. Hello, good Friday, everyone. This is Mark Parquette with Drip Drop, and we take a look at across the weather for the MLB slate. A couple trouble spots we got in Boston and Baltimore. They're going to be dealing with some showers and thunderstorms. Nothing to worry about in terms of postponement, but never quite sure. So we'll keep a close eye on that. But there certainly is a delay risk. Also, the chilly weather will continue in Colorado and Minnesota this evening. And so the balls may not carry quite as well. But though we've seen yesterday that cold weather doesn't necessarily stop the core. So that's a quick look around the MLB slate with weather with Mark Parkett at EFS MLB weather on Twitter. It's the Win Daily DFS podcast. I am your host, Muncher Domus. We are joined by the fantasy weather guru himself, Mark Parkett. Mark, welcome to the program. Happy Friday to you. Good day to be the last day of the work week. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I hope you're excited because we have 14 games to cover. And with that, we're going to go straight into whipping around the infield. We are in Baltimore. You said there's some weather concern. Well, there's Trevor Cahill and there's Dan Straley. The first question I have to ask, Jonathan VR. Yeah, you got to like. go with him. Yeah, you got to like bats in this game uh, at a nice hit in park. I, I should mention it will be. Warm and muggy, the ball should carry. So, yeah, you got to like bats here. I know uh, last time we did the show, we were talking about Chris Davis as a sleeper. It feels like it was a week ago. Are you going to roll Chris Davis here as a punt play? You think he can get that solo shot off Cahill? He, he could as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to roster any bats here. Uh, I mean, don't be afraid to look on the other side, too, where Mike Trout, uh, Fletcher has been leading off occasionally. Players like that would be, and oh, well, we got the, uh, just off the DL, Shohei Atani as well. So lots of bats to choose from here. Yeah, I like that little sleeper call right there with Otani. Another guy who's been pretty hot for the Angels, low key hot, is Cole Calhoun. He had another home run on Thursday. I believe he's up to nine. Maybe he's at 10, to be honest. He could be at eight, but regardless, He's putting up a career year. Is he another guy? Why not throw him in here against Straley? Why not? He can't be that expensive on FanDuel or DraftKings, so why not? Why not? So we all like the bats there. Let's now. We got Clay Buckholes, ex-pitcher of the Red Sox, going up against Dylan Covey and the Whites and the White Sox. So. My question for you is: Clay Buckholes this season he's been erratic. His ERA six point five seven. Do you see this as a matchup? He gets it together. No, not particularly, even though the White Sox don't exactly strike fear into the hearts of everyone, but they do struggle mightily against lefties. So that tells me that they're probably a little bit better 
against righties. And so, again, another nice hitting park. You've got to kind of like both sides of this matchup. And, again, the, their prices should be fairly deflated just because there's no real big sexy names here. Yeah, Clay Buckholz is ringing up at $6,000, which is basically the minimum for a pitcher on FanDuel, $5,500. Uh, what, what bats of the White Sox have you concerned about Buckholz in this matchup? Well, Mikata has always been uh, – he had a really great start to the year. He's slowed down a little bit as of late, but he can get it going. Uh, you got to always look Jose Abreu at first is really good, and then you got some sleepers in the outfield like Nicky DeMonico who has – some good power and uh, power always plays good in Toronto. You're right. One bad inning could really unravel things for clay. I like the devil wears Moncada play as a little sleeper. So we'll see how that goes, but let's keep it going. We are in New York. We're up East. We got Pablo Lopez and the Marlins facing Zach Wheeler and the Mets. Is this screaming pitchers duel all the way where you are in Boston? Um, you know, the ballpark does and the teams do, but the pitchers may not uh, really screen pitchers duel. I know Wheeler has a ton of potential, but he's been up and down. And on the other side, you never know quite what you're getting when the Marlins roll someone out. Yeah, I like Pablo Lopez. I think he's one of those guys. Like I was saying yesterday on the show that Caleb Smith would be an all-star, a big household name if he went somewhere else. Pablo Lopez is low-key one of those guys. He throws in the upper 90s. I could see him having a really nice game. He's only 7,200. Definitely a better player than Buckholes. Definitely a good play if you like to punt your pitcher. Do you like the play? Yeah. Um, now you kind of sold me. And I remember reading last year the, the, that City Field is not known for a hitter's park. But for some reason, the Mets themselves were far worse hitting team at City field than the, the opposing team was and they were trying to figure out why so yeah a, an opposing pitcher with some upside at a really low price going into city field that strongly favors the pitchers anyways against a Mets team that just can't hit I'm sold all right let's lock him in and with that let's go where you are in Boston we got lefty Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound against Eric Swanson the Swanson has been struggling as of late. The question I have to ask you right out of the gate, is Swanson in trouble in this matchup? You'd have to think that coming back home for some home cooking, the Red Sox bat should be good to go. Like we mentioned in the weather for Baltimore and Boston, some showers and thunderstorms around. That is thanks to a southerly wind bringing up some warmth and humidity. The wind should be blowing out towards the green monster. The ball should be carrying. Yeah, you have to like the Red Sox bats here. Okay, okay. You got me a little pumped, more pumped on the Red Sox bats than I already was. So you're saying it's blowing out. What about Eduardo Rodriguez? Do you see him being bulletproof here? Are those hot Mariners bats going to continue that onslaught? Well, they did play last night in New York, so they have a late trip into Boston. You have to be a little bit concerned about how much rest they're going to get. Um, and Erod has a ton of potential. The problem with him is, is he just he doesn't attack batters. He likes to nibble, so he can get in trouble with a high pitch count and walking guys that way. So it's all about can the Mariners get on base and cause some traffic on the base paths. I saw 
D. Gordon was t- lifted from the game last night because he was hit by a pitch. I don't know how seriously injured he is, but if he's not available, that could hurt their table set- setting abilities. Yeah, that fastball hit him right on the wrist. Definitely looks like it could be a concern because he's a little guy to begin with. But it sounds like more or less you want to knick-knack your, your picks here if you're going with Seattle hitters, but load up on the ball hitters. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't 100% looked at the pricing on FanDuel, but i got to imagine that Betts and Martinez are priced up. So you may want to try to go other places uh, where it's a little bit more affordable. Mitch Moreland has been very good at home. Devers, though, had a disappointing series in Baltimore, can always has the potential. And then if you look at Ben Attendee, though, I'm sure he's pretty high up there as well. Surprisingly, Betts is only 4,400. J.D. Martinez is 4,000. And Benny is only 3,900. So all those guys are affordable. Yeah, so they really haven't moved from the Baltimore series. as. We talked last, we talked about J.D. quite a bit, and I expect him some point during the summer to be a 5K player on FanDuel. And, and so maybe you, you do jump on the train where he seems to be a little underpriced here. Yeah, I like the call. Well, with that, let's stay in the American League East. This time we're in Tampa Bay. We got the potential Cy Young cannon and Tyler Glass now against Domingo Herman. There's some talks about Glass now now. Not being a guy who's going to go deep into games, do you avoid him in this matchup against the Yankees? It's in Tampa. Well, I mean, the Yankees' bats don't really scare you right now. No judge, no Stanton, obviously. But Andrew Hart is back. Um, yeah, and Glasnow, they have really handled with kid gloves, and you, you can't really blame them. Tampa Bay is always looking for the future, but eventually they have the best record in the AL. It's, it's getting towards the middle of May. Eventually, you got to say, let's go for it and win this year. So, yeah, it's, it's a delicate situation in there with Glass now. On the other side of the ball, um, Austin Meadows should be returning from the DL. He was off to a fantastic start. Not sure what his price is on FanDuel, but if he's batting leadoff, I really like him. I mean, 10,700 is what you're going to have to play, pay for glass now, and that's just too risky against this good of a team. Austin Meadows, he's at 4,100, so it's a bit pricey. Domingo Herman, he's not at Yankee Stadium, so that's got to bump him up because that ballpark at Yankee Stadium is just a home run derby field. As far as any bats in this game, I don't like any bats. I'm going to stay away from hitters in both these games. Are you with me on that one? Yeah, no. yeah looking at Meadows' price there, that's that's – too much for him to be his first game back from the DL and hitting in Tampa Bay against a fairly good pitcher. That's, that's a tough uh, price to swallow there. Yeah. Well, we're on the same page with pitching. Let's go to the American league central. We got a matchup between the twins and the tigers in Minnesota. It's Odo Rizzi and Tyson Ross has really been on the downswing of his career is he in trouble going into Minnesota in this matchup? Um, in a way, yes, but in a way, the weather favors him. It should be chilly. The ball won't carry. But Minnesota's just been paper-cutting people to death this year, getting a lot of people on and, and a lot of traffic on the bases and scoring a lot of runs. Um, Oda Rizzi's been up and down, but, yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure what to think about him. 
Well, he first of all, I think Odorizzi is way too expensive. He's $9,100 on FanDuel. So you basically need to guarantee an ace quality start from him if you're going to pay up for that. And even though the Tigers' bats aren't the scariest bats of the bunch, still Odorizzi is inconsistent, like you said, and I, I'm not paying up for him. Are you paying up? No, no. So, I mean, we have to try to look at some bats here. One bat I'm looking at particular on the Minnesota side is Eddie Rosario, who's a streaky hitter. He has two home runs in his last three games, um, and he's only at 4,200 on FanDuel. So that that's a guy I may look to target and, and squeeze into my lineup. Yeah, Rosario hitting the middle of the lineup, that's a good call. Feels like you can almost stack the one, two, three, four, Kepler, Cruz, Polanco, and just hope that those guys just bank in for you. What's it Polanco at? I don't see him on my – is currently at 4100 he's expensive i mean you definitely have to pay up for all these guys but and a gpp they could probably double double up your money if you play them all together yeah kepler's the cheapest of them and he's been batting lead off against righty so he he may be the one that you you target there yeah i mean if you're trying to stack it all together at the red sox outfield we'll see we'll come back to that we're going to go to Houston right now. And Houston, do we have a problem? Lance Lynn is pitching for the Rangers, Verlander for the Astros. Are the Houston bats going to launch off into outer space against Lynn? Potentials there. Um, looking at the pricing there, they are priced up all again. Um, Carlos Correa has probably been the, the hottest bat there at 4,000. That's one that really kind of catches my eye and Altuve even though he's been slumping whenever you see him sub 4,000 at 3,700 yikes you might think about that too yeah Jose Altuve he almost lost the power stroke last year this year I believe he's at eight already having a nice power swing let's see the official number as it loads nine home runs hitting 236 which is surprising so should be a nice uh He's going to have a nice season because that batting average will come back to life. Verlander, little too expensive, 11300 He's got to pitch a perfect game because if you put him on your team, you're going to have to sacrifice at least two or three bats. I'm not going Verlander despite the, you know, B-plus matchup. Are you going to roll Verlander with that price tag? No, that's a hitter's part. Texas, even though they strike out a lot, has a lot of pop in their bat. Obviously, we everyone's seen the the – Stat with Joey Gallo with 100 career home runs and 93 career singles. I don't know if that's more of an indication that he doesn't hit for average with singles or just has a ton of power, but we know Texas will probably hit a solo homer or two. So, yeah, Verlander's too, too pricey for me in this matchup. Gallo's got that stat line because chicks love the long ball. Yeah, <laughs> back from the days of Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, yes. The good old days. But now we're in the new old days where the Royals have actually won a couple World Series the past five, 10 years. Uh, we got Homer Bailey on the mound hosting the Phillies, Jake Arrieta. Homer Bailey's been nice this year, but are you going to roll Bailey with confidence against the Phillies in Kansas City? I'm not going to say confidence, but it's someone that you're going to consider there. Um the Phillies have not been the same team on the road as they've been away. So that's something to consider, but they still have a really strong lineup one through eight. So probably not going there personally. 
Yeah, I mean, I like the Phillies bats as well. Somewhat, Jake Arrieta, he's priced at 8900 He's been the best pitcher for the Phillies this season. He's, he's in Kansas City. Are you afraid of any bats on the Royals that make you want, not want to go with Arietta? Well, I mean, right off the bat, I mean, they are the Kansas City Royals, but Merrifield and Mondesi have been pretty dynamic at the top of the lineup. And uh, I believe from history says that Arietta is not exactly the best at holding runners on. So you may look right at the top of the lineup and, and probably – Hamilton will be hitting nine for some stolen bases. Uh, that being said, I, I'm not going Arietta. I mean, Kansas City can score some runs. Hunter Dozier has been a, a hell of a player this year. Um, it's just not a matchup I like right now. Yeah, you, you're doing a good job explaining that game. I'm right there with you. Uh, I know the matchup looks tasty on paper, but... You're right. There's could be a lot of base stealing early on and giving up some hits here. It could be one of those games where it's five innings, seven hits, four earned runs, you know, and that's not going to get it done for that high price tag. Yeah. I mean, if he was a 7,000 price, something like that, I would be looking at it. But for 8,900, as you mentioned with Verlander, you don't need a quite the same game out of him, but you, you need a six, seven innings seven, eight K's, two earned runs type of thing. And I, I don't know if he's quite up for that. Yeah, it's definitely a risk. Let's go to very close to see we're in St. Louis. Now we got Adam Wainwright hosting Trevor Williams and the pirates. Now Wainwright, he's, he's been in the majors for a while. He's definitely on the downside of his career. Gregory Polanco seems to be on fire. Are you rostering Polanco in this matchup. 3,100, why not? He hits, already hit a home run last night, uh, and I believe two days ago. I mean, and pair Polanco with someone a little bit more expensive like Josh Bell, who has a lot of power as well, and maybe one or both of them could hit some dingers off of Wainwright. As you said, he's on the downside of his career. Yeah, Wainwright's pitches are looking like EFIS pitches that are throwing up. Josh Bell definitely has potential to knock one out. Um, let's look at the other side, Trevor Williams, his season. It's been a pretty nice season. I know the numbers don't look as special as they do. Do you see him limiting the Cardinals offense? Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals offense is a little bit like Kansas city, but with a little bit more power, but they'll kind of nickel and dime you to death. Um, you gotta like the young and Ozuna in the middle of the lineup and Goldschmidt is priced way down with Carpenter at 3,500 and 3,400 respectively, you got to figure that with those two guys that and one and two, it's only a matter of time to one or both of them get hot. Yeah. That's a nice uh, stack idea right there to get Carpenter and Goldschmidt on the same team and kind of just build around those, see if they turn into anything. Let's go to the mile high city or state Colorado. We got German Marquez on the mound against Eric Lauer and the Padres. Are we going to see a home run derby in Colorado? If I'm not mistaken, Lauer is a lefty, correct? He is. Oh my gosh. I mean, whenever you see a lefty in Colorado, you're going to know the ownership rates for Arenado and Story are going to be through the roof. I see their pricing is high, but I, I'm, I've seen it higher at 48 and 4,600, respectively. Um, you never know at Coors. I mean, we have done 
We've talked about how the weather and, and cold temperatures can keep scoring down at cores. But then again, we have nights like yesterday or afternoons like yesterday where it's 35 degrees and they combine for 25 runs. Uh, cores is cores sometimes is the rule. And it's, it's a risky proposition when you don't have some bats and cores on a, on a cash game. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That Colorado Rockies stack is almost must play. All those guys have hit Lauer in Colorado before last year. Story's hot. Arenado's hot. Ian Desmond is hot. Mark Reynolds is hot. I say you lock all four of those guys in your final lineup. No questions asked. Are you with me? Yeah, I was looking at I mean, Reynolds is 3,000. I know he hit a homer yesterday. Who else did you mention? You mentioned uh, Desmond. Ian, yeah, Desmond. He hit a home run as well. I mean, Desmond has just been uh, basically one of the worst players in all of Major League Baseball to begin the year, but he has heated up, and he is a notoriously streaky hitter. So, yeah, you might just say, okay, I'm using Desmond, and I'm using Reynolds, and let's see what other pieces I can fit around. Now, one guy on the other side of the lineup, I know it's not a lefty on the mound, but Brace has immense power, and he could hit like a 300-foot, uh, pop up in a normal outfield that's a 400 foot homer in cores just because of how high he can hit the ball. So I, I didn't. What's what's he priced at? 3700. So he's priced up. But whenever he's got cores, you got to look at people with a lot of power. Yeah, I feel like the Padres are going to be vastly underowned tomorrow. There's a lot of good offenses like Boston, Colorado, of course, even the Angels in Baltimore. And people are not going to feel comfortable spending 3700 on Fran Mill Reyes. So there is definitely potential there. We'll leave that open for now. Let's go to Oakland. We're out west. We got Cody Anderson on the mound for the Indians against Frankie Montas. Jose Ramirez, is he hot? Is he not? How do you like Jose Ramirez in this matchup? 3400 on FanDuel. Only one hit yesterday with three fantasy points, but the day before that, he had a home run with 25 fantasy points. Um, he's a notorious streaky hitter, too, and I don't think we've seen the hot streak out of him yet. Um, I'm not willing to risk that right now, though. Montalas has been surprisingly pretty good, and I think he's been very good at limiting big innings and run prevention, so... I don't know if this is the game I'm going to turn towards the Indians. Yeah, I feel you. And being in Oakland, that's definitely a pitcher, a pitcher, <laughs> three, two. Being in Oakland, that's definitely a pitcher's environment. It's not a favorable matchup. Montez, I'm sure he pitches better at home. You can almost feel it when you just look at him. And Cody Anderson, he's been struggling this year very badly. Now, what about Matt Olson? Is this finally the game that we remember Matt Olson is a stud at $3,000? Uh, he is or was a great player, but hand injuries are always really risky for me. I go back to, I think it was Freddie Freeman two years ago. He broke a bone in his thumb, and he came back during the season earlier than what people expected him to, but he was talking about how the bat just felt like a, a wet newspaper in his hand because he didn't have the full health of his hand. So I don't know about Olsen. Um, I believe it was like a bruised thumb or a fractured thumb he had for his injury. Do, do you remember that? Yeah, with Olsen, it's definitely a hand injury, which kept yeah. him out for a majority of 
yeah. you always worry about power when it comes from hand injuries. Until and I'm, I'm not selling Olsen or saying not to use him, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna use him once he gets hot. I agree. It definitely, there's too many good matchups on the price, and you got Mark Reynolds, the same price for three thousand dollars, looks way sexier than Olsen. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Reynolds versus a lefty. You know he's going to be batting cleanups with uh, Story and Arenado in front of him and Desmond behind him. How can you not like that? How can you not? Let's go to Arizona. We got the ace on the mound, Zach Greinke, against Julio Tehran and the Braves. It's in Arizona. Greinke's been arguably the best pitcher in fantasy baseball this season. Does he keep it up? Crazy story about that. I mean, I was in a, a deep, uh, I mean, a shallow fantasy league. Had Granke, he was auto-drafted for me. After his first game against the Dodgers, where I believe he gave up three or four home runs and six earned runs, I was like, I never liked him to begin with. I'm dropping him. And, and since then, he's been fantastic. He's sort of reinvented himself. He's not throwing the ball over 90, but he has pinpoint control. And he keeps batters off balance. You know who he really reminds me of? And this is old school, but Greg Maddox. He just knows how to pitch. He hits his spots. He keeps batters off balance. So, yeah, I'm not targeting any bats against Granky. Yeah, you can't go against Granky and even against Tehran. Ter- uh, Tehran. Is there, is there any hope for the Arizona bats in this matchup? David Peralta, Eduardo Escobar, can these guys get the home runs, RBIs, or are you staying away? Well, I mean, Peralta's been a great hitter, one of the top of all Major League Baseball at 3,900. But the one thing he hasn't really done yet is he only has five home runs. So for as good as he's been, he hasn't shown a ton of home run power. So, no, I'm not going to touch the other side either. Tehran has been pretty good he's not as good on the road as he is at home but he's still a pretty good pitcher i don't think as you just said about the open matchup there's better matchups and better play um, um players and in, in other places i'm right there with you let's keep the parting going now we're in my city we're in los angeles we got kenton maeda on the mound for the dodgers against the anibal anibal sanchez and the nationals i know you like picking on sanchez so let's what what Dodger bats are you going to be looking here? I see Bellinger's priced way up at 4800 on FanDuel. Probably not going there. Justin Turner is red hot at 3600 Maybe you go there. Here's who I'm going with. I'm going with Max Muncy. Yeah. That Muncy, Muncy, dun, 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 at $3,400. Max Muncy's playing some really good baseball right now. He's definitely got the power stroke. Anibal is going to throw that high fastball. Muncy's going to add to that home run total. He's only 34. Gregory Polanco's 31. Try to fit them both on the same team. Um, I'm, I'm creating a master team as we're going here. I'm, I'm going to throw Muncy on that master team. I'm that confident with him. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, there seems to be FanDuel's pricing is soft for tomorrow night. As you mentioned, Polanco red hot, Muncy red hot. You go with the Colorado bats with Reynolds and, and Desmond as the cheap ones, and let's get some of those cheap, hot bats in good places in and then see what kind of pitching you can afford in your cash. Yeah, game. let's throw Arenado and Story in there as well. Let's just get the get the magic going. So are the, are the Dodgers going to win this game? Do you feel good about Maeda throwing a nice game? Well, if he can uh, 
repeat what Rude did the other night. Yeah, I, I do. And, and he was very Maddox-esque, throwing a complete game shutout in only 86 pitches. So I think the Dodger staff is like that. I mean, one thing you always worry about the Dodger staff is Dave Roberts uh, generally doesn't like his uh, pitchers to go over 80 or 90 pitches. But, hey, if he can go 80, 90 pitchers and get seven solid innings, I'm okay with that. Yeah, the potential is definitely there. I was actually at the Dodger game the night uh, Ryu and Justin Turner teamed up for an awesome game. Very quick game. Let's go to San Francisco. Maybe the most intriguing pitcher play of the night. We got Luis Castillo on the mound for the Reds. 10,500. It's in San Francisco against Derek Rodriguez. I'll ask you right out of the gate. Is Luis Castillo must play? Ah. I mean, can you fit him in there if you're using that story, Arenado, Desmond, Reynolds, Polanco, Muncie, some sort of combination? It seems like he might be affordable to do that. If I can get those guys in there with Castillo, yes, because Castillo's been one of the five best players pitchers on the planet so far this season. He's striking out over 10 batters per nine. He's not walking anyone. He's not giving up any hard contact, and he's just he's done everything great. And now he goes to the best pitcher's park in all of baseball. It's hard not to like him. Yeah, I'm with you. He's definitely an amazing talent. Should have a solid game as that Giants offense. Well, they did hit in Colorado, but it's tough leaving Colorado, as you said in the last podcast that we did together, and then going back home. Um, but you cannot fit them all. And I think, yeah. I, how do you feel? Is it more important to get all those bats or is it more important to get Castillo and lose one or two of those bats? I would probably have to look into a little bit more. Like you said, you like the Marlins pitcher, Pablo Lopez in New York. And obviously you're getting hit him at a huge discount. If you go with him, you could probably get every single bat that you want once you throw in the cheap ones like Polanco and Reynolds um, and Muncie. So it's a tough choice. I think you're going to have to fade Story or Arenado, or Arenado or maybe both of them to try to get Castillo. That's something to think about. Yeah, you're definitely on my mindset. That's exactly who I got right now uh, at pitchers, Pablo Lopez on this dream team. Well, that was whipping around the infield. We're going to be going to Beast or Bust. It's Beast or Bust, a hard-hitting rapid-fire question. Do you play this guy in daily fantasy baseball the next day? I'm joined by weather guru Mark Parquette. Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Test me. Let's go. Let's do it. Beast or Bust, he's among the leaders in home runs in the American League. He's a catcher. He's $4,300. Gary Sanchez at Glassnow. I mean, I like Glassnow too much. We, we mentioned Glassnow's cons that he may not go deep in the game, but that's okay. Tampa Bay has a deep, talented bullpen, so bust. I'm right there. Do that not too tough. If you're going to be spending up 4300 the guy better hit a home run if he's doing that. He's a shortstop. He's 700 He's for the Chicago White Sox. It's Tim Anderson at Clay Buckles, beast or bust. You got to like this matchup, uh, beast. Um, good hitters park. Buckholz is not the 19-game winner I did, I believe, as he was in 2000. 
wow, 13 maybe for the Red Sox. Me uh, being a Red Sox fan, I would know stuff like that. But, yeah, you got to like Anderson. Though he's notoriously streaky and he's not on that streak right now, but I'm going to say he begins his hot streak tomorrow night. Bust. I mean, beast. Beast. <laughs> beast. Beast. I'm with you. There's definitely a lot of potential there. It's tough not to play Trevor's story, however, at shortstop at the end of the day. And it's only a $900 savings. I'm going to just turn it right back to you. Do you save that $900 go a story? You might, you might do that, but you may see, well, can I use, if I use story as my shortstop, can I afford Anderson as my utility on FanDuel? If I go with Lopez, you probably can. So I think it's an option, but I, I, I agree with you that you probably uh, lock in story first and Anderson may be a second or even third priority. I like it. We're going with someone at the back of the lineup. He's having a somewhat sleeper quality year. He's a second baseman for the Minnesota Twins. Jonathan Scoop. There it is for $3,200. Beast or bust. Who's his, uh, the starting pitcher he's going against? Tyson Ross. Oh, yikes. You got to kind of like that. Scoop is, again, a streaky hitter with a lot of power, especially to the opposite field. Uh, he's not a first priority, but if I can fit him in and I need a second baser, then yes. So a lukewarm beast. <laughs> All right, we'll go scoop. There it is with the lukewarm beast call. I believe it's scope, but scoop sounds better. Yeah, when you call it. yeah. <laughs> it is scope. You're right. Yep. But we're just going to, you know, have fun with it. All right, next up, he's a catcher, maybe the number two catcher in fantasy baseball for the Phillies. At 3,200, JT Real Muto. Is he the real Bisto in this matchup? That matchup seems, that price seems low, uh, but I don't think he's been hot either. And the Phillies as a lineup hasn't been exactly killing the ball recently. But if I need a catcher for first baseman in that spot at 3,200, yeah, I like Real Muto, so can, I'm going to go my second lukewarm beast there. All right, we're going lukewarm beast. Yeah, there's always potential in Real Muto's facing a weak pitcher. Homer Bailey, he's right there with those weak guys, even though he's having a nice season. Last but not least, he's a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. If you don't go with Pablo Lopez, Trevor Williams, 7,300 at St. Louis, beast or bust. Certainly not a sexy matchup, but he, he knows how to pitch. He's the, the right-handed version of the crafty lefty. So I like that because St. Louis's lineup really isn't doing much right now. So I'm not opposed to that. I, I, I'm going to do my third consecutive lukewarm beast. He probably won't find his way into my roster, but I, I'm not going to complain if he's on yours. Uh, yeah, if, if I'm doing the 25-cent quarters, I'm flipping one on Pablo. I'll flip another on Trevor Williams. Hopefully, they both land heads and I collect whatever's in the pot from there. Well, that's the end of our show tonight. I am Muncher Domus. We are joined by the great Mark Parquet. You can follow Mark at EFS MLB Weather. Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. Great, great, and awesome time as always, and I'll talk to you soon.
and we will see you soon as well. We got another episode of Win Daily DFS Podcast Daily. You can check out the website windailydfs.com and don't forget to get the book Win Daily, Winning Fantasy Sports and Life by Jason Mezzarahi. You can pick that up on Amazon for 99 cents. Have a wonderful Daily Fantasy Baseball Friday. Beast.